<laughs> Stop. Oh, God. Always. <laughs> always. It's just... Welcome to All of a Sudden number 67, uh, brought to you by Anchor.fm. If you guys want to start your podcast journey, do it now with Anchor.fm. Uh, we'll, we'll hear more about that later. Uh, as you can see, our guests uh, kind of had busy lives this week. So uh, today it's just me and uh, our trusty cohort, Julian. Hell yeah. I guess ready, when I ask this question. Uh, ready, to get, uh, uh, ready to get dirty into it or what? What were you going to say? <laughs> I said, I guess if I ask this question, it won't be as awkward as it usually is. Uh, how you doing today? Uh, not too bad. <laughs> yeah, usually it's awkward because it's like, okay, you, you go first. That's me. <laughs> you, you. Uh, no, nah, pretty good. I mean, obviously, uh, it, it is still a little bit of a weird question because obviously we were hanging out uh, recently. But uh, despite the fact of like everything uh, – from the previous day, like pretty good, you know, had a good uh, day. We went shopping with the, the misses and whatnot. Uh, not yeah. misses. Um, I don't know if you wanted to bring it up, but I kind of <laughs> wanted to just give a special shout out to Julian who uh, finally made it Facebook official and uh, announced that me and him are dating. So uh, <laughs> <everyone>. <laughs> I'm no longer uh, single and ready to mingle. I am, uh, I am now off the, the plate and sure enough, that's when, uh, all the other El Paso women decide to like, Hey, what you have a, <laughs> you have a significant other, other now. Uh, but no, nah, nonetheless, man, uh, it's good. It's, it's nice. Um, to, I guess, be off the market now. Yeah. Well, best wishes to you and the, the missus. Uh, that's really <laughs> good. I'm really happy for you guys. Yeah, it was, uh, it was nice. It was, uh, cool. Uh, hang like it, it really wasn't anything. We were just like shopping for like, uh home decor but it was pretty uh pretty nice like seeing you know like oh let's uh spruce this place up a bit uh but nonetheless so uh obviously uh i'm wearing my jersey and joe's yep. got his uh utep bandana on uh so we're here to talk a little bit about sports so get sports this team. guys uh regardless of the fact that uh covid is still a thing uh, the football season is starting up this Sunday. Uh, college has already started, and uh, UTEP actually won their first game, which is pretty surprising. Uh, usually they're not very good, but hey, shout out to us Miners. And um, the NFL season starts on Sunday. So, Julian, how excited are you? Uh, honestly, uh, there's actually some hype. I'm not going to lie about it. It's It's good to finally have something to watch if that makes sense <laughs> i mean i know there's all of netflix i know mulan just came out i know uh what tenet after all these months finally got released but it's it's good that uh there's at least some sense of normalcy coming back obviously uh you know we got to uh try out a bar the other day i don't uh you didn't get a chance to make it uh they're doing that whole like you know, we serve food, so now we're a restaurant. We're a bar. Yeah, I yeah, saw that. we're uh, yeah. But <laughs> they did it's that still... at uh, at one of our local strip clubs, uh, kind of by my house. They just put a, a food cart out front, and uh, <laughs> they opened up for business now. That's not, I guess, too bad. I mean, it, it's it is a little taxing of a situation, huh? A little cheeky, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. Obviously, um, we should take the pandemic seriously. It is, um still a serious issue i mean we're we're learning a lot more about it we know a hell of a lot more about it than we did six months ago but uh obviously some people need to get back to work it's been six months and uh with this whole uh 
will they, won't they with the COVID checks, it's like, Hey, you know what? I got to eat. I got to, you know, I, I'm pretty sure you and I, uh, you know, early on, we, we kind of had like some differences as to the reopening, but right now where it's already been like six months and people have never had a, or still haven't had a regular paycheck. I'm yeah. sure you, you like would be more open to them being cheeky about it. It's more, I guess, about uh, whether you or I like want to make that risk. Obviously, um, you know, we have loved ones that we care about, but you know, it's, it's up to us to, you know, wear the mask to look out for, you know, yeah, your take other all man. the proper precautions and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, regardless of that, it, I, football is coming and they have announced that uh, they're not um, pretty much all the stadiums, I believe are supposed to be empty arenas uh, for at least a month, uh, I guess, yeah. just till they figure out what to do. Uh, we're kind of seeing that with the NBA right now, they completely, uh, they created a bubble where they have, you know, their playoff games and stuff like that. And they have virtual fans. Um, WWE just started incorporating this as well. So they have a bunch of virtual fans also. It's just a big LED board. And then and how much does uh, McMahon charge for you to be on there? I think it's free, but it's kind of uh, backfired on him a few times because they've shown KKK members. They've shown uh, a controversial wrestler, uh, Chris Benoit. They've shown oh. uh, other wrestling promotions, uh, wrestlers. Like, and, uh, and, uh, what is it, N- NCW or known? Uh, who, uh, who's that other? AEW, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's been a mess for them, at least. Uh, as far as I know, uh, there's been no real big issues with uh, NBA's virtual boards. Well, I think it's a, a lot of it is, uh, I mean, obviously, like with Zoom, uh, you're able to kind of, for lack of a better word, I guess, like police, you know, who gets in, who gets out, you know, with the password. And I think, uh, I think what McMahon failed to uh, do was hire like a team that could like kind of regulate, like, Hey, you know what? I can't just let everybody in. I got to let, you know, people who I know aren't going to be disgusting uh, on my program. But that's, that's, uh, I mean, it's, it's ugly, but it's a little bit funny, especially coming from, uh, uh wf wwe WWE. or whatever yeah yeah uh i guess in terms of football though i think it's gonna be a little weird to have uh these big games without and well big arenas too because i mean nfl stadiums are massive and uh for them to be empty it's gonna be a little bit weird do you think they're gonna use uh like the sound effects like they've been doing in baseball they have to yeah just Uh, to make it a lot more hype yeah uh it makes, I mean, it definitely makes sense. Uh, I kind of hope they don't go the route as uh, basketball did. I don't think they can. I don't think they have the the money to do, you know, virtual screens throughout like several different uh, NFL different stadiums. arenas, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, I really hope they stay away from that because it's always weird. Uh, obviously, like you said, it, it didn't work out well for the WWE, but, but even uh, that one time that we were watching the the Trailblazers get their butts whipped by uh, the <laughs> Lakers, um, yeah, it it was just weird. Like especially when you have like those old dudes that are just like this, and their freaking face <laughs> is like giant on the screen. So I don't know. It's yeah. just it's it's a weird time. Uh, but I'm glad that we're at least doing something. We're you know? we're starting to do some kind of striving towards a uh, normalcy, uh, at least in the old familiar tense and that our new normalcy is a little bit uh askew but 
I, I'm just looking for I, me and you are Packers fans, Green Bay yeah. uh, till we die. Um, but our offseason was a little uh, weird as far as you know the 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 players we picked up during the draft. Oh so yeah, that draft was really dumb. I'm excited to see football again, and I'm hoping uh, our Packers can get back to that championship game and uh, hopefully take it to the Super Bowl this year. I was actually having a, a yeah. I hope I hope we at least you know, get further in the playoffs than we did last year. Uh, I was surprised how far we honestly made it last year, given the fact that... Uh, yeah, ultimately, we, we should had, have. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we had, a we had, we had so much. We yeah. had fresh players in, uh, man, to make it to the championship game. That's that's huge. So, and that, that, that really goes to show just how great uh, Aaron Rodgers is. Like, honestly, he's very underutilized and... It it just sucks that they just. I mean, can't. he's not as great as the goat, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, shout out Jacob. Okay, whatever. I mean, I still I still will say that Aaron Rodgers is like one of the best. He's definitely uh, become a household name. You know. Speaking of uh, Jacob, that scumbag, uh, as we mentioned, he is uh, the commissioner for our fantasy league, and uh, we've pretty much all admitted that he's uh, rigged the system. And uh, unfortunately, he's not here to defend himself. So I guess the, the word is law. I guess and, that's just uh, it. Yeah, that's the way it is. He's a scumbag, and uh, I'm practically <laughs> just giving him free money. I guess <laughs> he's just like, hey, everybody, uh, give me twenty bucks, and that's that's pretty yeah, much that, what it that's, was. <laughs> that's the game. It it, it was funny uh, overhearing you guys talking uh, at dinner about how like he was just uh, he got what the first round pick. The yeah. third round pick and the fourth round pick. He got the first round pick, the last pick in the second round, and the first pick in the third round. So he got ultimately like three straight picks. And see, with and, those and, three and straight picks, it, he picked some high level players. Yeah, see, and that that's not that's not right. I mean, being a commissioner, you should have been at least the last one in the first round. And then from there you can kind of, you know, play around with it. Yeah. It's just it is a little uh, telling of, you know, seeing how lucky he got to get those uh positions yeah suck it jacob <laughs> but i guess uh, i can't I'm believe carlos gave up uh oh yeah was carlos it? Uh, uh, it wasn't cousins who was no, it? he uh, gave up uh deandre hopkins for hopkins. uh george kittle from the 49ers which nope it's not nope. a bad trade but it's uh it's well, definitely gonna make his uh roster, his roster a lot stronger a bit. uh yeah. anyways um onto our next subject nintendo had this really cool uh announcements uh regarding super mario's 35th anniversary so uh they had the little super mario direct and they had a bunch of goodies uh goodies to announce uh things including a game and watch the old uh, handheld system they're bringing it back to uh, let you that's play cool old mario the like the original mario game uh they're bringing this really cool like uh you know an rc car it's going to be a Mario Kart that's going to tie into the actual Switch. What? So it's, you're going to make yourself, uh, I guess you can call it an AR track. So you make the track on the Switch and then use the cart to actually drive around your made-up cart. That's kind of cool. I a mean, uh, how, how, how big is the cart? Like maybe the size of like a Hot Wheel or something? Or is it, No, it's you know, bigger. It's actually a, a sizable freaking thing. Like uh, maybe, maybe the bigger than the uh, playstation the controller yeah uh that's, so that's really cool uh, see that's very interesting something like that see uh th that's one thing i can really uh 
commend Nintendo for is they're always doing something creative. They're always doing something different, especially in terms of hardware. Uh, obviously, like with uh, play, uh, juggernauts like PlayStation and Xbox, their uh, their benefit is obviously more hardware. They have like a lot better of the graphics, a lot better, yeah. you know, games and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. arguably a lot better games. You know, people can go back and forth. They have like and- cinematic masterpieces that they pretty much bring out and they have, you know, faster speeds and just, like you said, higher resolutions. But Nintendo has the, the nostalgic factor. And they mm-hmm. have their creativity. So to do something like this, where you get to drive an RC car into like a virtual uh, uh, Mario, Mario track, is pretty cool. And it's cool because like you're playing with your friends, you'll actually witness like cars bumping into each yeah, other. So and, like the like, way they showed it, they had a Mario and a Luigi, and it was like uh, two, I guess like a brother and sister sitting on the couch playing, uh, and you would see them, you know, driving around their living room. And whenever Mario would throw a shell at Luigi, his car would just stop. And then so you that's see Mario cool. just drive on past them. Like, it's really see, cool. And, and, and that's that's great that they actually don't go a little too far into it. I mean, I, I'm sure they could find, like, the people that would actually could make it spin. Yeah. But it's smart of them to be like, hey, you know what? We got this far. You know, let's not push it too much. It's already cool enough that, you know, you have your own car that's actually driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. And um, there are uh, a couple of other things that they announced. Uh, they're getting into the uh, BR market with Mario. Uh, it's called Mario 35. And basically what, what? you do here is uh, how many people? I believe it's only 35 other players. So you all play the original Super Mario Bros. game. And it's pretty much just speed running. So you have to speed run through the Mario game. And whenever you beat an enemy, you send that enemy over to someone else's screen. So that's how you, you know, knock out other players by sending enemies what? their way and uh last man standing takes takes the win it's almost like they're kind of uh borrowing a little bit from uh uh two games uh the tetris 99 mm-hmm. and uh the the one that we're fall guys i don't know why i wanted to say only fall or something i was like no that's it's not so much fall guys but it definitely is a huge uh i guess tetris 99 was a huge inspiration on it so that's yeah, pretty much the, the same that style that they're they're going with. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where it's a it's your screen that affects everyone else's screen. Yeah. And that and that's that's actually pretty cool. That that, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh I can't wait to see how much they're gonna charge for uh Tanuki Mario or uh Baby Mario or what's another good one? Uh Metal Mario. Well, it's so they're not gonna have any like actual like uh buying i think it should be free uh because tetris 99 is free if you're like a nintendo subscriber so i think this one will probably be the same but yeah you're pretty much just replaying the original mario game and you're going through the original map which it's It's, pretty cool yeah and then like if you if you're i can see i can see you know the gears turning you know it's it's it sounds really fun obviously you know it's it's a classic game uh, in, in and of itself and you know you're adding on that uh challenge factor of having to play against other people while yeah. simultaneously playing the game yeah and that's that sounds like a lot of fun especially like once you get to like the levels with all the fire and where that dude's like throwing freaking shells at you the hammer bros oh 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 uh, lakitu you're talking about lakitu yeah, lakitu. Throws down yeah. Spinies. yeah spinies that's what it is i was like i know I, the glasses guy the one that picks you <laughs> up from the freaking when you fall off the track 
and uh, um, their ultimate uh, unveiling is something I'm super excited for because I've mentioned before Super Mario 64 is probably one of my all-time favorite games and if I had the opportunity to experience that game all over again I would love to I think um, you and like almost every Nintendo Super Mario fan has been like waiting for this announcement yeah uh, it kind of leaked uh, earlier in the year that they, these were going to come back but they announced that in one uh, you know trilogy game they're they're releasing Super Mario 64 Super Mario uh, Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy uh, and what amazes me is they're dropping a $60 price tag on it. You're getting three huge games for only $60. Uh, I mean, this is like easily Nintendo could be able to sell this for a whole lot more, you know? I mean, true, but at the same time, they could sell it for a little less. I mean, um, it is a little remastered, right? Like, I, I, I mean, obviously with uh, Super Mario, there's only so much you can remaster because they're already kind of, yeah, they, they switched shapes. up the, the aspect ratios. I believe they touched up the pixels a bit. So yeah, it so they're is not gonna, as blocky. Yeah, so it is going to look better. Um, it's not going to be like a full HD remake, like a overhaul, mm -hmm. but uh, it should look better than what you would expect on the GameCube and the 64. That's not too bad. I mean, it is cool because it's almost like $20 a game. Uh, and but I can see some people titles. being a little... yeah. And yeah, and it, obviously it's it's the games that people have been uh, wanting for like the longest time. Like I I remember listening to even uh, Rocky's podcast and how much you know he, he's been waiting like years for it to happen. And it's it's interesting. It's it's great. It's great to hear. Uh, so my question for you, Joe, is uh, how long is it going to be until you uh, throw that little penguin off the edge? <laughs> Almost immediately. <laughs> First thing I do. Is it you're just gonna get right in there, boot the game up, and just like yeet that thing? <laughs> eat that sucker off. Do you do you think uh, they might have patched that off? Do you no. think they they'll actually no, no? You think they'll actually allow people to still oh, yeah. throw the penguin? Yeah, one hundred percent. It was in there. Know. It's in there for a reason. I, I think they knew what they were doing. They knew people were sadistic and wanted to kill a baby <laughs> penguin in front of their or mom. Wanted to see that they could do that. Not 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 just the fact uh, whether it was moral uh morally right or not it was whether the fact that they could do it in general <laughs> so it, it, i'm i'm super excited for this uh 64 is just a great game i don't have much experience on sunshine or galaxy but uh, everyone pretty much agrees that they're also really great and huge mario staples that you should play so you know maybe i'll finally get my chance to and uh, I, I guess kind of borrowing off of that one of my favorite games uh i know i mentioned it a while back when we had a uh, booker on i know that's not his real name uh, angel mm -hmm. angel on and uh one of my favorite games was what has been the tony hawk series and i i actually got a chance to mess around with it because my sister bought it uh about a week before she left and uh it was great like i don't know what it was between tony hawk 5 and 1 and 2 now coming out but it, the controls felt right like i was she, she was amazed because uh her and her friends were trying to figure out how to do like lip grabs and everything. Now I was, I was just doing it like, like old school. I don't know why it was, it was just like, like a, you, finger you memory or whatever. Never it was forget just how to ride a bike. So you never, yeah. It, it was, it, I mean, obviously like I still stumbled on a few things and there's a few, uh, other, uh, tricks that I, I still didn't notice in there. I think you had to like kind of swap them out. They have like this new kind of system of, of doing stuff. Like I know I, I was able to pull up a McTwist. I, I was asking my sister, I was like, did, what, uh, 
do you know how to do the McTwist? And she's like, what? What is that? It was like, that's Tony Hawk's like uh, main move or the, the freaking 900 and all that other stuff. It was, it was sick. Um, but yeah, like one of the things she couldn't get was like the lip and uh, it's, it's great. Um, There's actually a really cool story I, I heard recently about that game. There's this uh, one move um, that a lot of uh, even like skateboarding people uh, have called the, uh, it, it's been called the mute grab or something like that. And that's because long ago um, the skateboarder that did the, the trick, he was a deaf, uh, you know, he was a, a deaf person. And uh, for some reason, like in the past 30 years, they just kept it like that. Well, Tony Hawk, he, you know, being a, a, the good guy that he is, he was like, Hey, you know what? I think now that we're kind of redoing this now that we're kind of revisiting a lot of uh, social issues and stuff like that. Maybe it's, you know, it's, it's really not cool that we're calling it this. So he reached out to the guy who I believe his name is uh Weddle or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they were, uh, he asked them like, Hey, you know what? You're the guy that made this, you know, a thing. Um, I'm going to give you, you know, the option to, you know, correct the history books, you know, rewrite an old call it what you want to call it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he gave Tony Hawk, uh, you know, two options. He called it the death grab because he's not mute. He's deaf. And for some reason, I don't know how that happened, but yeah. Or uh, to name it after him. And Tony Hawk, you know, did the the honorable thing and named Named it after after him. him. That's cool. So now it's called the Weddle grab. And it's it's pretty cool because it's, I don't know, it's a nice uh, piece of history that, uh, you know. It's uh, been incorporated into the game and kind of remastered. Yeah, and and now going forward, like other kids who you know want to learn how to uh, skateboard, other people who you know kind of want to you know uh, be on the right side of history in terms of you know stuff like that, they'll be able to kind of move forward now. Uh, ultimate uh, first impression: What would you give the? What would you rank the game? I really loved it. I mean, uh, I only got to play like the college level, which is a classic, uh, and I don't know, I I couldn't I couldn't put it down. My sister said uh, she only invited me over to kind of like just mess around with it but i i was not giving it back to her <laughs> and a lot of the music is really good too um it's it's nice that they were able to kind of license it out uh i know uh there were a lot of people that were discussing how one and two could never really be remade because the difference between uh you know the old playstation games you know you just plug it into your playstation and that's it like that's your licensed copy but yeah. With, with this new age of, uh, you know, streaming and all this other stuff, it kind of muddies the waters in terms of like licensing music and stuff, because we could be, you know, playing Tony Hawk. And then you're also like putting your, uh, somebody else's music in the background. So it's, it's nice that they were able to figure that out, but it's great. And overall, I, I, I loved it. I, I five out of five for me. Wow. Especially cause you get one and one and two. Yeah, and you get uh, you know, all the OGs, uh, Muska, uh, Mullen, uh, you know, Tony Hawk in general. Uh, it, it's it's great. It's it, it, I had a lot of fun. I don't know. All right, so with that, guys, we're gonna go ahead and throw it to a quick commercial break. Um, hopefully, our guest should come in. Um, if not, then we'll reschedule, but uh, we'll be back with more all of a sudden coming right after this.
Welcome back to All of a Sudden number 67. We brought our double duty special guest. Uh, you just hopped off the We Booze podcast, didn't you? Oh, we had a hell of a time, dude. It was all about like food and food anatomy. Uh, we we were, yeah, but best believe me, you know, like right now, like, I'm hungry. I am very hungry. We we had uh, li- tuned in for like a little bit right before we started recording, and it it, it did it was pretty good. Uh, I believe right before the show, I was talking to Jeremy about my favorite one, which was a uh, umami. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's called like umami rice or something like that. It's basically like a little rice uh, ball, and then you put like a poached egg on top, and you just slice it down the middle, and just like unwraps, and it just looks just looks so like good. Okay, so uh, right before uh, you jumped on with us, uh, Jeremy, we were talking about uh, football coming back on Sunday. Uh, you as a diehard Patriots fan, how are you feeling? Man, the way that I feel about football coming back, like I love it. I It's like the sense of sort of like normality of like the way that the years are supposed to be. Like that's how you know the seasons are changing, you know? Yeah. But I saw like how basketball has come back and I saw like – like wrestling itself too, like just how that goes. And it just seems like such a different environment. Cause like, you know, yeah. everybody's trying to like live with this post COVID world. And it's that, not really carrying that same kind of hype behind it. I mean, yeah, you, you know, you're really having like, to make artificial fans to give it some kind of norm. Like you said, you know, normality, like everybody's struggling to be normal now. And it's like, for better or for worse, I feel like it's kind of screwing us up a little bit more. Like it's, it's, it's a, uh, taking more chinks out of the armor because it's like, man, remember when, when you could be in a stadium and you can like cheer and shout and really feel this way, as opposed to like just looking at a a jumbotron of uh, an amalgamation of fans, just like wishing that they could be there. Yeah. Like, nah, dude, it's not the same, dude. How are, how are, to me, I think, how do the players get the same like hype? You oh, they're know? not. As a, they're... As, a, as a person just being there, being like, do it, fucking do it. Oh, sorry. Uh, do it, do it, <laughs> do it. You know? Yeah. Um, other than that, we also talked about Mario 35 as a fellow Nintendo stan. How are you feeling? Boy, you can't <laughs> take my money enough, Mario. Like, like, you know what I mean? Dude, Nintendo itself, it's like, I'm going to get anything you give me. Especially, with, like, I know people are complaining because it's a, uh, you get Mario 64, you get Mario Sunshine, and you get Mario Galaxy 1. Mm-hmm. And the two biggest things that I hear people complaining about is that, one, they're ports, and not remasters and then mm. two you don't get uh super mario galaxy 2 and i'm like yeah. you're getting 64 you're getting sunshine <laughs> like I, like 64 yeah, in you- itself is <laughs> is way worth it for me like That's, give me 64 I, and I, I love i love how you uh it's it it's like you're you're mr nintendo it's like you're getting 64 <laughs> like yeah, what like, more do you want like dude <laughs> and like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've, I have 64, Mario 64 on the 64. Yeah. I have a Nintendo 64 still. I had, uh, when we used to live together, Joe, I had Mario 64 on the Wii U when they mm. released it. Oh, uh, no matter how many times you released that game, if I, had, if I still had like a DS, I would have the DS. I had, it. Uh, I had Mario the DS 64. 64. It was amazing, especially because you got to use uh, other characters like Yoshi and uh, Wario. It was Luigi so fun. and Wario. It's yeah. so great to see Wario in there. But like, <laughs> yeah, Wario, you know? But, <laughs> dude, like, it, no matter how you release that game, I'm going to buy it. it uh, I'm, yeah, you take got those people who can get the emulators and the hack. Yeah, dude, take everything from. If you release Zelda 1, 
on the Switch right now, I'm buying it. Like, I'm going to buy that <laughs> you, you know what? I, I would probably buy it, too. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm barely I'm, – I started off late with the, the Zelda series, but I've been really uh, enjoying, oh, like, Breath of the Wild. And uh, I, I, it made me want to uh, go out and purchase – yeah, and also uh, get uh, what what's the new one? The Awakening, Link's Awakening. Just yeah, to kind of get like a little more of ooh, like the. Ooh, the that's different. a that's a that's a remake of the Game Boy Advance uh, Link's Awakening game. So like they, even with that dude, and I love both of those. Like woo wee, when I and played it, that game, hot damn. Yeah, and it uh, it was a lot of fun. Like uh, I I couldn't believe um uh, what I was missing out on. Somebody had uh, loaned it to me. And, you know, I just had it kind of sitting there for a while. And I was just like, you know what? I have these stacks of games. I need to start, like, tackling tackling them one after another. And, you know, that one came across. And I was like, you know what? Let's get this started. And it was fun. I was like, wow. Like, uh, I, I didn't realize, it, like I said, what I was missing out on. I, I always hear, you know, Mario. I always hear about Zelda. I always hear about uh, Donkey Metroid. Kong and all the other stuff. But I just... I always thought it wasn't for me, but it, it totally was. You unlocked like a certain memory in my head because it's like uh, with when Priscilla was on and everything, like uh, she was lucky enough to get the NES Classic when it first came out. Because remember how hard it was? Like if, if it sold out, that was it. Yeah. You, get any other, you know? And That's she how it was, was so limited. Um, yeah. And she, uh, she lent me hers. And I remember I was playing Zelda, the first Zelda. And I'm like going through and I'm like, I remember all this, you know? And I give like little history and backstory of like, yeah, this is this, this is that. This because that game itself doesn't tell you how to play the game. No. At all. You start in the middle of it all and you're like, where do I go? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's um, it's amazing how something so simple and so tricky as the original Zelda game became this juggernaut yeah. for Nintendo. It's it's uh the way that the creator himself wanted to make it, he wanted to it is an experience, a memory that he had of like where I used to live, I would go out into like the forest and have adventures. So that's what it was. It's like, you know what? I'm going out and I'm going to have an adventure. I'm going to figure it out. And that's like, he truly captured that because as slowly you start figuring out like, oh, I got this item now. I could go and do this thing and that thing or whatever. But even when, uh, I don't know if you guys remember like long, long years. In, in, in days yore, uh, <laughs> when I was on all of a sudden pre-Zoom uh, meetings, I talked about I talked about a time when I was like bummed out because like this girl fucking kind of left me stranded uh, in like New Mexico and like having to walk back. And all that oh shit. yeah. Like, I remember that day. Yeah. And when I came back and I came feeling like, like total trash, you know, and uh, we had the super Nintendo classic and on that was the super Nintendo Zelda game, which I think was the third Zelda game, uh, the third generation. And as I'm playing it, I'm going through the moments and I'm feeling better. Cause I remember like, these times as a kid and I'm giving the history of like, Oh yeah, if you do this, this and that, like, you know, the pro strats of like, this is how you unlock the secret stuff. This is how you get the best sword. Oh, it doesn't tell you how to go here, but you got to go over to this spot to like activate this dungeon. And dude, Zelda games, old Mario games. Those are the things that they unlock these like peaceful, wholesome memories where I'm like, yeah, I remember just being a kid trying to figure this out. And now yeah. it's like so easy. Now it seems so easy. Unless you're playing Super Mario World, uh, that did not get any easier. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. I know all the codes. I could get to you. Like, <laughs> you gotta get the secret key on World uh, yeah. Two Dash Three. Yeah, you gotta dude, get your notebook get and start writing them down yeah, again. Like, I, I remember how much of a like everybody wanted to get the dragon coins, but yeah. they didn't even matter 
They, no. they honestly don't even matter. And there's it's like just one up. Hidden dragon coin. Yeah, dude. It's it's such like trash. It's so funny, dude. So uh, one thing we wanted to talk about, uh, me and Julian were kind of just shooting the the crap uh, earlier, and we talked about we start a lot of shows, but we never actually finish a lot of them. Like uh, a couple of mine, I can list off. I started to watch Big Bang Theory just because I wanted to see, you know, why it was so big. Mm, I um, hope you don't finish that show. I, I pray I, that you don't. I really don't want to, but I've I'm already I think in season nine or ten, and I it, it's been such a struggle to get back on. Like I I've, I have not I, picked it up I in a while. I pray that you gave up like <laughs> two seasons, <laughs> like episode one. You just yeah, you hear dude. the opening theme and it's like all right off, <laughs> bang. <laughs> uh, started with a big goes. bang all right i don't remember it going like that. that oh it did yeah okay never mind i remember the opening <laughs> yeah they, uh did... yeah like yeah okay yeah the whole universe that. or something uh I lo- like, pretty much a lot of the shows uh for me also is a lot of animes like i've started off four or five animes that i that i really enjoyed but i just don't find the time to get back in and finish them like I, I, uh, dr stone uh Food Wars. You're missing, and, you're missing uh, out. Dude, I Dr. Am. Stone is so good. I like, love the Wars, premise of, of Dr. Stone. Like it is such, and the science behind it is so spot on that it's, it's it makes it's it so real. enjoyable. Yeah. Well, it's like the good thing also about Food Wars uh, uh, is uh, as outlandish as the show seems. Like, I mean, I think you guys already know that one of the, the, the creators, producers that's in uh-huh. it. Yeah. Like he's, he has a culinary background. So there's some like, uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for legitimacy to like yeah. the, the the recipes and like the methods of cooking like obviously no i can't go and i make this this meal you know just because i watch the show because i don't have that attention to detail for this stuff yeah but you don't have a it, shot and gun yeah but it can be done if you are a skilled enough chef you can make some of these things and it's like damn like and a lot of them look good like eat oh my god do they look good there's a reason why they're like clothes blow up afterwards <laughs> that's that's one of the shows i've been ah. needing to, to start but like you know a, a lot of the animes that i've been uh neglecting are like jojo uh i I've tried One Piece like at least seven times because I hear so many good <laughs> things about it, but it's just so long. Yeah, uh, you know it, the the newest, my newest favorite is the uh, uh, Jeremy was actually the one that had turned me on to it, which was the uh, the High School of the Dead, and <laughs> I I still have like the last episode queued up, and I I I don't know why I just don't go back in and finish it. I guess I have this. Uh, immaculation or whatever um, amalgamation whatever the freaking word is in my head where it's like if i don't finish it then it doesn't end i <laughs> but, get uh, i i get i mean you don't definitely use two wrong words yeah, but, I did. but uh i get what you're talking about like sometimes it's it sucks that like you're going through like a series of any kind of show whether it be an anime or, or uh like a netflix show or anything like there's been plenty of shows where i'm like man i hate to lose this feeling yeah. I hate mm-hmm. to lose the story and the characters I've grown to love. Like, I don't want to finish, you know? Yeah. And then some, and you know it's, like, to finish a way that it's going to make you feel better about yourself because you're like, it could have been better. <laughs> they, they, didn't, they didn't tie up all the loose ends, you know? Shout out to all the Lost fans, you know? Like, they're all haters and everything about how it ended. But... And a lot Sometimes. of people fall into the and fall into the binge watch. I mean, Netflix made it so easy for people to they give you the whole season at once. Streaming, so yeah. The, you you binge it and you're you're left with nothing. And 
I, I'm one of those people who don't want to binge. I want to kind of take my time to enjoy it. Like you said, you want you don't want the show to end. Um, but I ultimately I end up falling in, into the trap anyways. And yeah, in two days. It, it's it's uh, so the, easy. The, the, the trouble with the binge watching thing is like I got so accustomed to like the way the streaming is that uh I don't like the fact that I have to wait like a week for like a show to come out. But you know the freedom to be like today I can turn it off two episodes in. Yeah. But like maybe the next two episodes tomorrow, I'm going to want to watch a third because the way that it ends. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like if it's yeah. such a compelling show, you're like, oh, I have to wait a week. <laughs> like what is, what is this Neanderthal that's, way that's... of watching TV? <laughs> and that like, I, I completely get that, especially because um, one of the new shows that, that just came out is The, the Boys that I've been getting into and they, they they're doing this new thing or Amazon's doing this new thing where they just drop like the first three episodes. And then every episode after that is going to be like a week. Oh and yeah. Me and my brother have been watching it and it's like HBO oh, started shit. doing that too. Uh, yeah. And it, and it, it's, it's, it's great. It's uh, cool because it does give you that like little barrier, but it, and it, but it also gives you that little binge, It gives you that but, in- anticipation too, that Christmas feeling, you know, you, yeah, you're saying you dude, have to wait a week and I'm like, Oh, I want to see how it ends. There, There's a level of TV watching <laughs> that like has definitely gone missing. Like how scared it's got, <laughs> which is of a, uh, like I remember watching shows like like Sons of Anarchy, you know, and being like uh, completely invested into the drama. And through that, like you would have watch parties every week. Like, we're going to all go show up to this house. We're going to watch the show. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. We're going to be like, oh, what do you think's going to we see the, the next episode preview? And we're like, what do you think is going to happen? What is this? And, and like you have a conversation and, and that definitely got lost when you could just kind of binge everything. Yeah. But I mean, I can't say that I, I, I don't get spoiled by the fact that, like I, like I said, I can just watch the, in, the entire series in like a week. You so know? are, you, are like, you full? Are you full behind Team Binge, or are you? Would you prefer weekly uh, releases? If you had to choose one uh, side, because because I'm dealing with the weekly uh, releases now, I would rather just binge. I honestly would like. I want to get I want to get through the feelings to the emotions you know like because it sucks sometimes when you have to put like those feelings on hold of like all right where were we last week when yeah, I yeah. felt this way about uh Samantha caring about uh who George is dating or something you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah stuff like that it's like trying to regain that that feeling as opposed to like that oh no Gandalf. yeah it's like oh no he's there like he saw he saw them two timing and he's there and I got to find out what happened. You know, <laughs> like I'm such a sucker for that stuff now. Like, are you team, uh, the soaps? Are you team binge Julian or uh weekly release? If you had to choose one to, for the rest of your streaming life, which one would you choose? I guess, uh, I guess I would have to be team binge uh, for the sake of uh, the fact that it's more control. If that makes sense. Yeah. But Isn't that granted, really what it is? Like huh? psychologically, we're all just looking for control. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and and like I, I like the idea of the fact that like okay, I'm paying for this service. I want to be able to watch things on my time. Where back in the day, uh, when you know in the before four times before Netflix times, uh, you would watch a show like your animes like on Toonami or whatever. And if you were to miss an episode that week, it's like okay, well, tough luck, like find it on youtube maybe somebody uh 
torrented it on Pirate Bay or whatever the heck, but uh, you just you just wait for the reruns. Oh yeah, they, I, I guess yeah, they yeah, played it like the day before, huh? They're, you you no, wait like, until like four like in the morning. Episode. They would they would yeah. come out with it again. They'll, yeah. they'll show the same episode twice in one night, and then next week they'll throw like this is the before episode. You yeah, know? like usually, I, I, if I remember correctly, out. it was like uh, the new episode would come out like on Friday, but if you watch Thursday, you would get the last week's episode. But it took, remember, it took, huh? Remember waiting like on Fridays for like uh, new episodes of Teen Titans and everything? Teen Titans, oh, yeah. uh, Bleach, <laughs> Friday, uh, Friday night, uh, like cartoons. Like that was dude, the, the hot was spot lit, to be. Yeah. You know, the newest yeah. Powerpuff Girls and the newest Dexter and, and everything. And I, I, I guess that's also like part of the reason why like I am a little more team binge because it's like I get to be, uh, I forget his name, but I get to be the Toonami guy. You know, and Tom. Yeah, is it Tom? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Tom. Yeah, I I was like, I know it was like tsunami. It had it was like a play on words with that. Um, Do you remember how many like uh, iterations of Tom there were? Yeah, there was. uh, So my favorite uh, one. Do you remember the first one? I don't know if you guys remember the first one. He was just like a like a circle, right? It was like a circle helmet. He was a like a little short and chubby, white and blue. Blue. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Uh, I remember, the, like they like had like a whole special of like how he died and everything. Like, well, they have a they have a special for yeah every. Yeah, Tom there's a whole dies. lore. Yeah, there's a whole lore yeah. behind the Toms. Uh, currently the best. See, I think. See what, what happens? Ones, like, like I would miss. One. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, Joe. You were saying like one that was uh oh this, terrible. Yeah, this terrible one. He kind of was like this squared out design. He had just like a I think a circle face. He kind of kind of looked like Claptrap from uh from uh Borderlands, um. But he did he, he have like one of those like anime faces where he would do like little ooh or no, whatever? No, no, he he had just like full 3D renderings. Yeah, they, and... they yeah, they, they do like weird bicycle helmets on them. Like it's yeah. so weird. Yeah. yeah. Like the mech suit or whatever. Yeah, he used to have like a like a sidekick too, kind of like the little fairy that follows you in uh, in Zelda. Yeah, he I had like a Cortana, Cortana type yeah. uh, type yeah. AI. I I remember there was like one version of him that was like there were the generation of him was like this really big and buff Tom. i remember I that like, one he was, was like is like bulky and i was like dude yeah like, like you have no business being here like that like i want the little short like, fat dude, guy you're, you're, you're here to show cartoons like what why are you yeah, like this dude. big beefcake speaking but of tom look- i saw i saw something really cool that recently came out on adult swim tsunami that was a. Uh, it's poignant you know it's very topical and it was a. Uh, the newest version of Tom on Toonami. And he, I shared it on my social medias and it's him talking to like, I guess laying down the work of uh, the black lives matter movement. Yeah. Oh, that's and cool. he's like, yeah, and he's really, and he's video. really shedding the, he's shedding the insight. He's like, you watch these videos, you watch these shows and it's so you can see heroes grow. And like, you don't stand for injustice because you watch these shows. You believe in them that much. Yeah, and, and they're showing really clips of like, like black uh, anime characters, like Killer B mm-hmm. and uh, uh, one of Killer B's assistants in the in the in Naruto and things like that. And it the the best part of the message is that he's like, hey, you he straight up calls it out, saying like, oh, well, all lives matter, oh, this this and that, and like those little distractions that people like to put up. He's like, you're not helping the situation. Yeah, it's yeah. the fact that, like. Right now, what's the important thing is that the BLM movement is important, and there's a reason why it's important. Don't distract yourself with like 
Because, yes, all lives do matter. But right now, that's not the thing that's, like, hurting. We're not no, the yes. ones getting injustice, you know? Yeah. So it, it was really cool to see something like that. Like, really, Cartoon Network and Toonami, like, they, they have really good Adult Swim. You know, like, when movements start happening, they are very good about putting their Standing voice behind it, forward. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, really taking a really strong and educated stand on it. And it's, it's I honestly, hats off to these guys. I've seen yeah. them since, like, when everything was really choppy back in the day. But uh, I feel like as I grew, they grew too, you know? Like, and it's so, it's so cool to see something like that, some sort of, like, program in one way, shape, or form. Yeah, uh, like, I was literally having this uh, thought the other day because I was watching The Watchmen. That's another show I have yet to finish. I still have, like, the last episode queued up. And it was cool, like, thinking about uh, – and then, obviously, like, with Chadwick passing, sadly – uh seeing like all these different you know yeah um it's it's understandable to recognize him as a as the biggest one you know the most prominent uh black hero out there but we do still have uh a whole bunch of other ones and i'm grateful for that like i was watching black lightning the other day while my mom was watching it and i was like man i I can't wait to the see the point where he meets static because i grew up with static and it was yeah static shock yeah, he's one of the he's one of the most uh I don't know, he he played like a big part in my upbringing because I was able to kind of witness uh you know like uh black culture and stuff through that cartoon. It was it was really dude, well done, real, like fresh, well written. fresh prince of Bel Air, dude. Uh, I was recently talking on when I was on the beginning like the pre-show of uh of uh of Weeboos. I was like, "You guys, do you guys remember this old Nickelodeon show called uh My Cousin Skeeter?" Yes. Uh, it, it's like with a puppet, but yes. it's centered around black families. And that was like one of the first times I was like, because they dealt with like real life problems and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, like it gave you the insight into like people of color and like the culture and everything like that and how they handle things. And, and it's like, oh, I, it's other, I mean, we're all here from El Paso. All we know is Mexican life, you know? Like, yeah. And, um, so, seeing shows like that really did help i guess give me an understanding to like bridge the gap of of another culture as opposed to just being white or anglo or whatever (laughs) i mean uh well speaking on that uh our black lives matters uh stickers did really well and uh you know we thank everybody who who bought and uh supported and donated and uh we made a a sizable uh donation amount right julian yes uh we're going to donate uh i i I did the math earlier. Uh, I believe we're one thirteen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. It's uh. It, it should be. It's one thirteen. I was able to uh go and uh, withdraw from my PayPal and uh, Venmo and all this other stuff. So we're gonna go donate this uh to the Black Lives Matter uh fund. Uh, I know that there, there's there's a. I might I might be putting my foot in my mouth with that one because I I know that there's two and there's one that I I know I'm going to do but. Nonetheless, it's it's going towards the Black Lives Matter movement uh, because we all here, you know, at 107, I mean, at uh, all of a sudden and 107 uh, productions, you know, we really do believe that Black Lives do matter. And uh, it might not be like the world's biggest, you know, contribution, but, you know, it's any, it's any little thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, I guess to go off on that, not to be sound kind of weird, but we uh, finally have like some merch available. Some well, official so, uh, merch, such as T-shirts, like something bigger than uh, stickers, 
uh yeah uh, hopefully joe hopefully joe will put it like right here but there'll be like shirts we got a coffee mug uh maybe next week you'll see me sipping out of that thing and we even have masks yeah so, uh, I'll so put that in the description uh down below so you guys can click on it uh but that's gonna wrap up our show we're up against it right now so thank you all for continuing to support like comment uh subscribe at all of a sudden pod on pretty much everything and uh jeremy thank you for stopping by again and uh no, dude, th- thank you guys for having me. Uh, love you guys with all my heart. I love everybody. Love you too, uh, man. Uh, stay sunny, guys. And See you uh, next week. See you next week.